This is Mike Roth. Welcome to the Open Forum in the Villages podcast. In this show, we're going to talk to leaders in the community, leaders of clubs, and interesting folks who live here in the villages to give a perspective of what's happening here in the villages and information that I think all villagers should have. We hope to add a new episode most Fridays at 9 o'clock. We are making a change soon. All of our shows will be distributed by a single podcast syndicator, Buzzsprout, both the old shows and the new show. We are also changing our subscription plans. Now you will be a supporter by simply making a subscription, subscribing via Buzzsprout. You can make a contribution of any amount that you'd like. We'd suggest $3 a month. If that's too much for your budget, you can pay less or If you're really enjoying what we're doing and want to see us continue, you can pay more. This is going to be a subscriber-supported podcast. We are making this conversion to make it easier for everybody. And all of the subscriber-only episodes that were available on Apple Podcasts will now be converted to the Buzzsprout channel, and everyone can go ahead and listen to those. This is Mike Roth with Joyce Gillette on Open Forum in the Villages. Thanks for joining me today, Joyce. Thank you, Mike. Joyce, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your background before you got to the village? Sure, I'd be happy to. I originally came from South Philadelphia, moved to South Jersey in 1992, and then settled in the villages at 2012. I have been married for 45 years to an amazing husband, Lou Gillette. We have two sons, four grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren. Since I was five years old, I wanted to become a nurse, but I had so many obstacles in my life. So at the age of 37, I went back to school, and in 1993, I followed my dream to becoming a nurse. Since then, I worked for many uh, organizations. My last organization was Virtua Healthcare in New Jersey. I became an RN, and I was also a supervisor. So, Joyce, what year did you retire in? I retired in 2012, and then I moved to the villages. In 2012, directly? Yeah. Very good. Okay, so before we go any further, Joyce, I'd like to tell a little joke for my grandson, Evan, since this is a, you're someone who's had a medical experience. Yes, I have. Uh, I'll, I'll ask you this. Why did the cookie go to the hospital? I really don't know. He was feeling a little crummy. I don't Very good. Good. So, Joyce, how did you get involved with Dollars for Scholars? Okay. Um, I was introduced to Karen Luckin, who was the president of Dollars for Scholars. She started the organization in 2007, and the first scholarship was given in 2008. I became part of the organization in 2015, I believe it was. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she mentored me, and I became president of the Villages Dollars for Scholars 2019. Okay. And why don't you tell our listeners what the purpose of Dollars for Scholars is? Okay. The Villages Dollars for Scholars is a 401c3 nonprofit, all-volunteer organization. We, we send our scholarships out to the local high school students from the Villages Charter High School, Walwood Middle High School, Leesburg High School just came on last year, 
And this year we have Holy Trinity Episcopal School, which is a disabled school this year. So Joyce, last year, approximately how many dollars did you give back to the students and scholarships? Last year, we had 20 students, and we awarded $51,000 in scholarship. That's marvelous. And what type of continuing higher education do the students have to get to qualify for these scholarships? These students need to go and apply, and then once they apply, there are five members of the committee. We look at the applications, we evaluate them, we discuss them. And then we decide how many students are getting the awards and what the, the scholarship will be. Now, we have a criteria. We have a criteria, of course, like everyone else, is financial criteria. If they went to, if this is the first time that they're going to school, that's first timer, which is great since no one else has done that in their family. You mean first one going first, on to college? Yes, sorry. Our GPA is a little bit different. It's 2.5. We try and look at the students that are the average students because they're the ones that could all always use the scholarships and they don't apply because they figure, oh, they're not, you know, good enough. So um, we try and do that. Our scholarships are from anywhere from the university, college, tech school, trade school, and any accredited school, including online scholarships as well, uh, online uh, schools as well. So you do do scholarships for full four-year colleges, but you do two-year colleges as well as trade schools. Yes, What's the most unusual schooling that you've created the scholarship? That's interesting. We did have one student that is going for electrician. Mm -hmm. We had another student that wanted to be a hairstylist, and she became a hairstylist. Okay, so you, you, CPAs, mm -hmm. nurses, some some of the students that are putting in this year for their uh, scholarship are going to, um, they're going to uh, aeronautical, aeronautical space, which they want to become um, engineers. So okay. very interesting. So you have a wide assortment. Yes. Mm -hmm. And what type of fundraisers do you do to come up with $51,000? Okay. Our fundraisers just to give you, for instance, for this year, we have seven. Joyce, why don't you give me an example of what one of your fundraisers that did well was okay. last year? Last year was the very first golf tournament, and we had 62 golfers, and we raised over $12,000, which was phenomenal for the very first year. Mm -hmm. This year, we have another one coming up, and that's April 14th, and that will be at the Eagle's Nest, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're, we're getting there. Right now, we have about 60, no, excuse me, we have about 82 golfers so far. What's the most unusual fundraiser that you've done? I believe the Dancing with Our Stars. We've now had it for the last seven years, and it just keeps getting better and better. It shows the the couples from the villages area the different types of 
ballroom dancing. And it's just a lot of fun. It's very different to be involved with the ballroom dancers. They are wonderful people and they really donate their time and their talent. Mm -hmm. And last year, the Old German Car Show made a contribution of over $4,000 to Dollars for Scholars. Yes, they did. And I believe the year before was another 5000 right. We have also partnered up with several other clubs in the area. And one is the It Takes a Village. Mm -hmm. That's another one. And the Writers Guild. Right. That's another one. Mm -hmm. And we've had many uh, sponsors as well donating their time, their efforts, and giving us ideas as to what we can do. You know, and we're talking about how much we made last year. Since 2008, we have raised over $650,000, and we have helped over 260 students. Mm -hmm. The other thing about our um, scholarship is that our students can come back after the first year if they need assistance and we have the money, we help them. Mm -hmm. And we have helped many students, you know, follow their dreams. Mm -hmm. Tell us, if you can, about a success story about someone that you helped. Okay. There was um, a young man several years ago. We had given him a scholarship and before he was going to go to school, he became, he was in an accident, a very, very bad accident. And all the other scholarship people took their scholarships back. We did not. We waited until he was able to go back to school and to graduate. And he is becoming a CPA. He is doing a fabulous job. And it's just people like that. We are so grateful that we can help them and we can allow them to continue their life. Mm -hmm. So you've been at this for about seven years as the leader? No, since 2019. 2019, four years as yes, the leader. Yes, yes. What's the thing that you enjoy most about being the leader? I love my team. We have a great team that all they want to do is help. Everyone does certain things, you know, say we'll have a committee and we'll say, okay, fine, what can we do here? Let's do this. Let's let's do this fundraiser. Then what we do is we get together and we say, okay, fine. They look at me sometimes that I'm crazy because when they when I first started, we only had approximately four fundraisers a year. We're now up to seven or eight. Mm -hmm. But I love what I do because when you talk to the student and see their progress and just look at them and say, you know, we're going to do something for someone else. It just touches my heart. Mm -hmm. Why don't you give us an example of an idea that you had for a fundraiser that your, that you, your group decided not to put on? They actually really listened to me, so which every, is really every, funny. So every fundraising idea that you've come up with, the group says, yeah, let's do it. They look at me and they say, okay, if that's what you think, and then we just do it. I mean- How many people do you have on your board that, or, or club that dissipates in creating these events? Okay. On the board, we have six. On the full committee, full uh, team, we have approximately 20, 25. We're also looking for more dedicated people that want to help these students. So do you have regular meetings here in the villages? Yes, we do. We have it on the second Monday of the month at Alamanda from 10 o'clock 
to 12. Oh, pretty easy yes. time frame to get to. Yes. And in the future, what type of fundraisers that you haven't done before do you think you might want to add to your programs? We may go back to our a variety show. Now, this year, we do have someone coming, and she will be doing a diva show in April, and that is something new this year. Mm-hmm. May I say who it is? Sure. Sure. That's wonderful. It's Donna Moore, who is a very dear friend of ours, and she is going to do a Diva Legends, which is November 17th, and it will be at the Wildwood Community Center. Oh, that's great. So how many people could you accommodate there? Approximately, we're thinking about maybe 200. 200? Yes. Mm -hmm. And is it going to be a dinner show or just a performance? Just a performance. Good, good. And Joyce, what is the thing that you enjoy the most out of Dollars for Scholars? Helping others. Helping others. I've been a person that always looked out for other people, becoming a nurse, looking out for people. I still do that occasionally when people ask me about different things about nursing and giving back. You need to give back. Mm -hmm. And I'm very blessed. Great. Joyce, if someone wants to get a hold of you after the show, how do they do that? Okay. They can either call me on my home phone number. Which is? Which is 352-6. Three three five two eight one, or they can email me at j o y c e t v d f s at gmail dot com. Joyce, and then it starts with the villages dollars for scholars. Do, do you guys at dollars for scholars have a website? Yes, we do. It is thevillages.dollarsforscholars.org, and you can also do donations there. Great. Joyce, uh, I want to thank you for uh, being on the show today. I'm sure some of our listeners will be in in touch with you. Uh, Again, I want to thank one of our major supporters, Dr. Craig Curtis, someone that you've met. Yes. uh, For helping us to produce these shows. And Joyce, I'll be looking forward to seeing you at one of the Dollars for Scholars programs. That would be fabulous. Thank you so much for inviting me, Mike. We are making a change soon. All of our shows will be distributed by a single podcast syndicator, Buzzsprout, both the old shows and the new show. We are also changing our subscription plans. Now you will be a supporter by simply making a subscription, subscribing via Buzzsprout. You can make a contribution of any amount that you'd like. We'd suggest $3 a month. If that's too much for your budget, you can pay less. Or if you're really enjoying what we're doing and want to see us continue, you can pay more. This is going to be a subscriber-supported podcast. We are making this conversion to make it easier for everybody. And all of the subscriber-only episodes that were available on Apple Podcasts will now be converted to the Buzzsprout channel and everyone can go ahead and listen to those. Remember, our next episode will air live Friday at 9 a.m. That's when it will be released on our regular subscriptions. This is a call out and thank you to my supporters, to Alvin Stengel and Ed Williams and Dr. Craig Curtis at K2 The Villages. We'll be hearing more from K2 later in future episodes as they are now a major supporter. Should you want to become a sponsor of the show, contact me at MikeRoth at RothVoice.com. If you know someone that you think should be on the show, send me an email at Mike 
at rothvoice.com. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. The content of the show is copyright by Roth Voice 2023, all rights reserved.